this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripper Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart episode by episode The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast, so there are potentially spoilers ahead. This week we're talking about season one, episode 13, Children of the Damned. In this episode, we have a lot of 1864 flashbacks. We get to see Stefan and Damon as humans before they were turned. We also get to see Catherine's amazing wardrobe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love all of her outfits. We also get to meet Pearl for the first time. Mm -hmm. And we sort of figure out why Jonathan Gilbert's journals are so important and how they're going to get Damon to open the tomb. Yeah. Lots and lots of information in this one. Yeah. On a first watch. Yeah, on a first watch. You really, it's just an information dump. You just get a lot of 1864 information and a little bit of present day information. Yeah, this is only our second flashback episode. Yeah. So there's still just a lot where it's just like, you just got to learn a lot. You got a lot to know. There's like, we've only scratched the surface in episode six. And so now we're actually getting quite honestly a lot more in depth of why Stefan and Damon are in the state that they're in relationship wise yeah Yeah, exactly we sort of see their relationship deteriorate because in the last flashback episode they call them the best of friends they're still in a great spot well not they stefan that's the thing that's really interesting here is episode six was um very stefan focused it was stefan telling the story to elena so it was very focused on his perspective on things. Although this isn't specifically from Damon's point of view, like it's not mm-hmm. him telling the story or anything, it feels very Damon-centric this time. A lot of times yeah. we're getting it from his perspective. We get a little of Stefan as well. but it Yeah, is, and so Anna's a little bit. But. Yeah, but like in a weird way it does feel to circulate. I mean, it starts with Damon. Yeah, and it, I mean it also is meant to show Damon's motivations and how yes. their relationship deteriorated, which yeah. is kind of... Because of the way Damon felt about things. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it jumps right in in 1864 yes. in a flashback with Damon, who's helping Catherine, like yes. hunting humans. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I love that we get the reveal that she was the one showing him the laying in the road trick. Yeah. I'm like, of course, of course, of course. I know. I, I wrote that down too. That it is the first laying in the road. We've seen yeah. it already in the show. Yes. He did it in. I think episode one was the only time so far he's done it. Yeah. But yeah, of course, it's it becomes the yeah. Damon standard, and we see that that was probably the first time he ever did it, because Catherine taught it to yes. him. Yes. Um, so love that, but also just hate that whole scene in general for him, because it's like, he's still human in that scene. Catherine's yeah. just dragging him out, having him help her hunt people just to be like... Just for fun, I, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know if she's trying to like yeah. manipulate him, if it's part of the gaslight yeah. tactic. I don't know. Well, I think, so the scene goes on to show that, you know, Damon is says he wants to turn eventually and so i think i think damon really is just so in love with Catherine and is genuinely intending to become a vampire and soon he's just learning the ropes early i don't know why they wouldn't wait until he had at least turned but i I don't know it it doesn't make a ton of sense well so that's why i'm saying it does feel kind of like it's just like a weird another way for Catherine to control him and like manipulate him because yeah of course he does want to become a vampire but then she also comes over to him covered in blood around her mouth and tries to kiss him and he like tries to stab it i know he's such a sweet little baby and she just is like you'll you won't be able to get enough of it soon i know and just makes him like kiss her and it's just like she ruined him she really did no he was so pure and now i mean he finds his way back but he finds his way back but he can never get to that true human purity that he had before her it's just really sad and this scene really highlighted that for me like we obviously knew it before 
But, like, that scene, like, really highlights it. Where you're like, yeah. she was actively breaking down all of the, like, good and humanity in him. Yes, absolutely. And we'll talk about this more when it comes up later on in the show. But it also just reminds me of Damon's whole speech in season two. Where he's like, I want to be human. Yeah, it's my so one bad. secret. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. Um, yeah, that's, it breaks my that's heart. My but anyway. Moment. While we're we'll here, <laughs> modern day Damon currently yes. is waking up Stefan and Elena, yes. his new little trio. Yeah. You know, he's just talking about the plan. He's so excited. This little menage a yes. trois threesome thing that they've got going on. Yeah. Um, and they're all just going to, like, work together. So yeah. Damon thinks. But this scene. I love this scene. Just to kind of laugh at and yeah. have fun with. Yeah. Yeah. Damon goes in and wakes them up. And, of course, Elena and Stefan are in bed. Mm-hmm. Elena has on, like, a, a camisole. But, like. Yeah. Stefan is shirtless. <laughs> Damon comes in, Stefan pulls the, sh- the sheet over him. Like, he's. Yeah, Stefan has to know. cover up. Damon can't see. Yeah. Which Damon's line is brilliant. He's like, if I see anything I haven't before, I'll throw a dollar at yes. it. It's like, yeah, brilliant. Because, yeah, really, Stefan, what are you hiding that Damon can't see? He sure yeah, he sure is all scene. the time. <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. He doesn't even, like, cover up Elena. Like, he covers up himself. It's yeah. such a good scene. It's such a good scene. And yeah. for anyone who's not in, like, the you know like a tiktok fandom or anything like that and hasn't seen the convention clips there's some pretty behind the scenes yes. funny things that um just the angling of the cameras there's there's some things to be suggested we'll definitely post a meme on our tiktok yeah there's some scenes to pull yeah yeah it's, it's pretty funny so we will definitely yes, post that definitely um but yeah j- otherwise not too notable of a scene They're, no it's just, just them agreeing yeah. they're gonna work together yeah, um, and then talking about scheming, that yeah. sort of thing. And then it goes from Stefan and Elena in bed, you know, having fun, yeah. they're, they're going to make out or whatever, to Damon, Damon and Catherine. And Catherine. Flashing back, back into the again. flashbacks. Yeah. We're going back and forth this whole episode. Yeah. This, I will say, while we're talking about going back and forth, the flashbacks are really well woven into the episode. They like, they always are relating to something going on in present day. So it is very back and forth. But yeah. Hard for us well. to talk about. <laughs> yeah, hard for us like, to discuss. Yeah, but as a viewer, it works really in the well. episode, yeah. It's like, and I think that one is a really good transition between the two of Stefan and Elena yeah. to Damon and Catherine. It works really well and, like, seamlessly. Yeah. And you kind of see this weird... I mean, it's almost a theme of Vampire Diaries, and it is the name of the next episode... Or, no, sorry, episode nine. I'm getting all mixed up where we are. <laughs> history repeating. Yeah, That yeah. history does repeat itself. That's something that yes. comes up in Vampire Diaries all the time. And so this episode is a really good one to highlight that. Definitely. Um, and so in this scene, now in 1864, we've got mm. Damon and Catherine are in bed. She's wearing this black dress oh, with this white lace so that I love. She I love looks it. so good. Something like, where about, can I find a dupe? I don't yeah, know. Literally. <laughs> something about like the shots and just the way that they have this like lit mm-hmm. as well. I love the it's scene so where she Emily comes at the door and she just like looks Turns over back. her shoulder. Everything. Gorgeous. It's she's so stunning. good. Catherine like, I get is it. serving looks. <laughs> yes. She's serving evil, but she's also serving looks. Yes. Sometimes you have to do both. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you have no choice but to do she's, both. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but she's serving cunt in a lot of ways. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that, but you did. We'll bleep it out. <laughs> yeah. So then she goes downstairs and gets actually dressed. That's just yeah, her, yeah. I don't know, nightgown yeah. or whatever. In her other amazing outfit. The green, the green dress. dress iconic one of the most iconic vampire diaries costumes probably is this green yeah, dress i think so and it's amazing and so she comes down the stairs in that and also one of the funniest scenes in this episode is mm. she's walking down the steps and she says to emily 
um, you know, she's going to go outside with Pearl on like a walk or whatever. Yeah, so she says to Emily, tell Mr. Salvatore I'll be back because we just saw her with Damon. Yeah. And Emily says, which one? <laughs> and then <laughs> Catherine just goes, both. <laughs> <laughs> Love Literally, her. <laughs> again, serving. Like she is just like, okay, yeah. Catherine. You, yeah. You, you, like, you. We get it. They're both upstairs waiting for you right now. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Um, and then she does go outside and talks to Pearl. Pearl and Pearl, you know, gets at the point of her <laughs> serving. She's like, you really can't be doing this. You can't yeah. be going around with both of these brothers. Like, yeah. everyone knows. And Yeah. It draws suspicion. It's making, I mean, yeah, it's exactly. It's making things risky, for yeah. sure. It's one thing, like, you know, Elena to be doing that in modern day. Nobody really cares. It doesn't yeah, make a difference. But, whatever. like, 1864 social drama, like, really draws a, a lot of attention. It's a different time, yeah. And as, like, a vampire, you definitely cannot be drawing attention in that way. Yeah. So, yeah, Pearl is basically giving her the spiel of, like, cool it, girl. Yeah. Like, you can't. This you isn't going to work long this. term. Meanwhile, then, we see who's with Pearl, her daughter. Yes. Anna. The reveal. Pearl is Anna's mother. I think yeah. that's the first time it's revealed. Yeah, it is. They yeah. do kind of, like, a dramatic sound of it. Yeah, you don't, so you don't see her face at first. Yeah. It's, like, the back of her. Yeah, right at yeah. the end of it, she turns around. And then, again, I think we get jumped back into, like, the modern day. It's, yes. like, again, they're, they're weaving everything together. You're going from one yes. to the next pretty seamlessly. Definitely. Um, and so... Anna is Pearl's daughter. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we've got Elena and Stefan are sort of starting to, like, I don't know, weave their plans about how they're going to, like, deal with yeah. Damon. And again, I feel like we get Elena showing that she does really understand Damon. Yes. I she, thought the same thing about this scene. It's yeah. so great. We've talked about this several times that Elena... Yes early early on understands Damon like, yes really understands him in a way that nobody does yes. and especially when you see it in comparison to Stefan who's had 160 years to learn how to understand Damon and yeah. has no clue Elena does it in like seconds she says that I really think that Damon believes everything that he has done has been for love yes and she's like really like sympathizing like for him and with him yeah to which Stefan is pretty much immediately like well he can do that without killing people which is like Okay, Stefan, but also like, like, like yes, probably, <laughs> but, but like Elena says, he really does genuinely believe he's doing this for love, and yeah, yeah, I had the same thought about this scene. It shows she just understands him, and I, it's also really interesting with what happens in the end of the episode, but we'll yes. talk about that when we get there. Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely just a great scene to sort of see where their sort of headspace yeah. is at, and it also does like again with the ending, you're just kind of wondering like. Why Elena's going along with what she's going along with. Yeah. But then we see also Elena, she's going through her parents' stuff while they're having this conversation. Her parents kept the vampire muscle. Oh my god, I saw that. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> they just had they were going through the journals and all of a sudden they open this box and it has yeah, a, a literal, literal muzzle. muzzle. A human sized muzzle. Yeah. How do you justify like uh, I guess, did no one else go through these things? I guess I everyone mean, else her knew. Stuff. Her parents would have known. Yeah, and I don't it's know. like historical stuff. I'm sure they were like not really allowed to touch them. Like as yeah. kids especially. Yeah. So it's kind of just whatever, but it's also like, why would they keep why? that? Why? Why would so they keep weird. it at their house? Yeah. We know they have the cabin or whatever. They could definitely have kept yeah. it there. But no, they were like, well, we'll just keep it in the like storage under our stairs whatever yeah, totally normal yeah 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 I, I don't know weird that they just kept this muzzle and they kind of breeze past it they don't have time but again it's one of those yeah. connecting future and, and past we know what it's for yes um and at this point when they're looking at the muzzle jeremy comes downstairs yes. 
Yeah, Jeremy comes down, and again, he gets asked about the journal. Where's the yes. journal? Um, and yeah. he tells them that he gave it to Alaric. Of course, they go to the school, and, mm-hmm. well, we see Alaric reading the journals of the school first. Mm-hmm. He sees, he's reading, you know, the 1864 council is planning on putting everyone in the tomb. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And then Stefan shows up, and Anna shows up. They're all kind of there, mm-hmm. and... We see, you know, someone's whooshing by the room, doing yeah. like the vamp speed by the room. Yeah. And we, Alaric grabs his stockpile of weapons, which he just, he just has. has at this school. Of course he just has. Which I was like, I think this is the first time we really see like how invested in the yeah. He's vampire, vampire hunter, hunter thing yeah. he is. Yeah. We know he kills Logan, but like. Yeah. He just kind of does that. He has, that like, on one whim, stake, and, like, he definitely looks, like, shaken yeah. after he does it. Yeah. But, like, he but now like, he's like, I can do anything. Homemade <laughs> air pressure stake grenade <laughs> launcher or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So he, you know, after he hears all the whooshing sounds, he goes back into his room with the, yeah, the compressed air gun mm-hmm. and shoots who we see is Stefan. Mm-hmm. And Stefan catches it, of course, and is fine. Mm-hmm. And Stefan starts to interrogate him and, you know. He asks where the journal is, mm-hmm. and the journal's gone. Anna has it. She's yeah. taken it. Anna she was also there, whooshing around. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they start interrogating. Mm-hmm. Stefan starts interrogating Alaric, mm-hmm. and basically trying to ask, who is he? Why does he have this stockpile yeah. of weapons? Yeah. And, you know, is he just here to kill all the vampires? What's going on? And Alaric does reveal... I'm here to figure out what happened to my wife. And yeah. he also tells Stefan that Damon is the one who killed his wife. Yeah. But then also, not only did Damon kill his wife, they never found they a body. They never found the body. Yes. So he wants answers, really. Yeah. It's not even like a, I'm here to kill him as revenge necessarily. So yeah. much as like, I want to know what happened. I just want to know. Yeah. I just need the closure. Um, I need the closure. Like, you know, we've talked about matt as being a sympathetic character yeah well, let's talk about a lark because a lark in this episode first of all it's like what time it's middle yeah. of the night no one's there he's just at the school by himself yeah he's photocopying every single entry of this diary which i don't I even know. like oh. i mean i know it's important because he's trying to figure out this vampire nonsense but it's just so funny that yeah, he's like, this is what he's choosing <laughs> to do in between that he's grading papers presumably yeah like oh my god a lark is Alaric is a sympathetic character. He's very sympathetic, <laughs> especially in the beginning. Yeah, in his he really needs and everything a life. that happens. Yeah, yeah, he needs Damon to come and find him and be his friend. Yeah, he definitely but, ends off in a better place when the show ends. But he, yeah, he, for sure. Yeah, he's in a rough place at this yeah. moment. Um, yeah, just desperate to figure things out. It's yeah, sad. But I'm really excited to see like this moment. I didn't realize it actually happened this early that Stefan is aware of like what Alaric is and yeah. that, like. Stefan yeah. knows he's not going to compel him. Like, if, if Alaric has all these weapons, obviously he's on Vervain. There's no chance, like, there's no point in trying. Yeah. Stefan's not even really that strong enough to do it anyway. Yeah. So they, he, I think he kind of just leaves him be. But obviously yeah. warns him, like, do not do let not... Damon know why you're here. Exactly. Yeah, never tell him. And he also tells him, don't even try to kill him or really do anything. Yeah. Because it's not going to end well. Yeah. He's right, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lark will continue to become more in the fold in the next yeah, few yeah. episodes. <laughs> Won't really be accepted until, what, like 17, 18, something like that? 17 is where he really gets in, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for yeah. now, that's what we get of Alaric. He served his purpose. The diary was stolen by Anna, but he did give the yes. photocopied versions to Stefan. Yes, importantly. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, we're going back into flashbacks again, lots yep. of flying back and forth, 
and we get to see Catherine reveal to Pearl that she is going to turn the Salvatore brothers. Yes. Like, she does plan to change both of them. And then um, we see John Gilbert come in, and uh, he has a yeah. crush on Pearl. They're, yes. like, flirting. They, yeah. like, pinch her cheeks. And they talk about the comet for, like, a second, which I yeah. thought was, like, a funny thing to it's sort a good of introduce. Yeah. It is a nice tie-in. Um, and then they mention that Damon left the Confederacy on principle. Yes, on principle. Thank God. I'm so glad they said that. <laughs> because I couldn't remember. That. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was canon or head canon. I was really yeah. hoping canon. I was pretty sure it was it was canon, but I was yeah. also like, I'm not accepting it if it's not. Exactly. So it's I, gonna be. Yeah. Everything I know about my life will be yeah. just destroyed. So yeah. Yeah. So he, he did, did leave on it. principle, which was nice also too that like they showed it with Stefan and his father, and Stefan yes. is like saying like we need to respect his decision yeah like, damon made this choice um and but the dad is just <laughs> yeah just that he's like, like no he's a deserter yeah. yeah um yeah. which you know again is like it's another i think good look into stefan and damon's life as humans mm-hmm. and like how they were raised in this episode you get a lot of like yeah. how their father treated them and what his ideas were exactly and just like quick short lines the way he treats them you can really yeah. understand what kind of father he was and yes. that's one of them, forcing your sons into the Confederacy. Um, yeah. It's yeah. also, yeah, it's also a great parallel with what we see happening in this episode. Not mm-hmm. not trying to make more out of it than there is. Yeah. Read too much into it, though that is the purpose of what we do. <laughs> yeah. But it is a good parallel for, like, you know, saying he should be in the Confederacy. And, of course, like, he yeah. shouldn't have deserted. He should stay in on principle and that sort of thing. And then, mm-hmm. you know. Stefan later on is trying to reason with him about accepting vampires and not being prejudiced against vampires. Just very interesting. We just see Giuseppe's prejudice a lot in this episode. Oh, we do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's what that conversation immediately turns to. Giuseppe reveals to them that Mm -hmm. there are vampires in Mystic Falls and that they have a plan to kill them. Yes. Which, you know, at the time, Damon and Stefan don't say anything to their dad about that, but they definitely both look at each other like oh wait a second yeah this is not good for us yeah Um, exactly meanwhile again jumping back and forth back to the future (laughs) back to the future again modern day yeah damon is taken into his own hands to see what is going on Mm -hmm. and he shows up at elena's house to cook dinner for the family this is like i love this it's like one of my top favorite like scenes from season one favorite like moments i just love everything about it yeah he damon is just cooking dinner while jenna is sitting on the counter drinking wine which i'm like to be her to be her oh my god yes i also really like well i i thought about this when we were watching it i always forget jenna and damon are theoretically like the same age range that's true they're probably they're probably both around like, well, yeah. damon's i think supposed to be 25 something like that something like that and i think jenna is supposed to be also around 25 yeah she's definitely like early 20s yeah i think so i'm like i i just love when they hang out they hang out again later in yeah. season two yeah of course that's a great episode too yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it just makes more sense. I like when he Damon actually gets to hang out with Jenna. And yeah. of course, I love getting more Jenna. So Of course. Yeah. Um, and Damon also is asking her about Logan, which is interesting. Yes. I don't really know what he was getting at there. Like, if he was just trying to see if she, like, how much she knew. I don't yeah. know what he was trying to. I don't know. I mean, I think, well, realistically, I think a big part of it is he's just trying to get in good with Jenna and That's talk to her true. about boy problems. It's the one thing he knows that he can <laughs> yeah, ask about. Exactly. But yeah, so but he's also probably trying to see what she knows, if yeah, anything. Yeah. 
And um, then Elena shows up and is like, yes. what is going What's on? What's going on? Why are you just in my house? Uh, yeah. But so then then from here on out, this scene just like kills me. The flirting between yes. Damon and Elena. So flirtatious. It's so flirtatious. Damon, Damon purposely knocks into Elena yes. when he's walking across the kitchen. And then they start arguing about whether it was deliberate or not. Yep. Damon's saying he, you know, Stefan's missing family night. I'm really enjoying it. Yes. It's so cute. It kills it's me. It's precious. Oh. And then Damon really like tries to get a heart to heart and asks if yeah. he can trust Stefan. Yes. And I love the fact that he felt the need to ask Elena that. You yes. know, like that he trusted Elena enough to ask yeah. her. Yeah. Exactly. I think it says so much that he, you know, asked Elena when she was alone without Stefan. Not yeah. that he was like, you know, cornering her and planning for her to be there alone. Stefan could have been there. Yeah. But I think it says a lot that he was willing to really put himself out there and ask, like, mm-hmm. can I trust Stefan and can yeah. I trust you? Yeah. And then there it also goes to, you know, Damon gets closer to her and asks mm-hmm. her again. And she says, I'm wearing vervain. I can't yeah. be compelled. And she, it breaks my heart. Damon says, I'm not trying to compel you. I just want you to answer honestly. Yeah. It, every time it hurts my heart. I, that scene kills me, too, that she just immediately assumed and, yes. that he was compelling yeah. her. Well, I think it's mostly just because his eyes, the look he's giving her. It's Ugh. giving it's giving everything. It's giving, I will tell you all of my secrets. Yes. <laughs> and so it's really funny that she immediately assumes that. And then they do start talking about trust. And, you know, she just says, like, trust isn't something that you can just, like, give. Yes. And they are really having, like, a nice heart-to-heart. And they do talk about how... You know, you'll do anything for the people you love. Yeah. Um, and this is, again, like one of those things where Stefan and... Not Stefan, sorry. Damon and Elena really understand each other. They really, on some mm-hmm. level, like get each other in a way that Stefan doesn't. Yes. And this is like a good scene that sort of displays that. Yeah. Then we see Damon is playing games with Jeremy. And I... <laughs> I don't know what it is about the lighting, the oh, camera angle, oh my God. Yeah. the framing. I don't know what it is, but the shot of Damon sitting on the couch next to Jeremy while they're playing video games is literally the hottest like it's scene so I've ever seen. Like, Which is I, saying a lot because there are really good 1864 scenes in this That's episode true. too. But like, no, like this, like this shot is like one mm-hmm. I would say, like if I was thinking about like the, the best Damon has ever looked in the entirety of the mm. series, this is the scene personally I would point Interesting. to. I don't like, have a the faces, top that comes to mind, but it is really good. The faces he's pulling, like his smirk the when he's, he's listening to Jenna yeah. and Elena talk about him and Jenna yeah. says he's so hot and Elena says yeah. he's an ass. Yeah. And just like the framing of it his face his hair his like clothes like everything, everything about it is like that a thousand percent if you asked me yes hottest damon salvatore episode it would be this one for me yeah oh well, also because it's just hot that he's trying to connect with jeremy and he's there <laughs> yeah. in family night i'm like yeah. there's just something about That's it true. i'm like it is really pure i'm like i remember why we love damon <laughs> don't assist yeah, yeah. It's like it's really it really pulls off yeah then stefan shows up of course of course stefan always will show up yep um, you know, he's surprised what he's walked into. Yeah. Um, but first we have to jump to Bonnie and Ben. Yes, I forgot about their little date. They don't really give much build up. They just happen to go on the date. We I we kissed her out last episode. Yeah. 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 They don't there's no preparation. Not enough body, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah. yeah they kind of just jumped to the we date. We got to the date. Yeah. Yeah. And they ended up doing karaoke, interestingly enough. That was enough. so funny, because again, last episode, he was like, yeah. absolutely not. And then yeah. they did it. Yeah. Which, to be fair, I mean, Anna is basically prodding him and being like, he do, whatever do whatever you have to do to get Bonnie, totally. basically. Yeah. yeah, totally. So they do karaoke. 
Ben sings a Metallica song. Hey, Interestingly enough, I'm who just, does he think he is? I'm just picturing like the Eddie Munson playing <laughs> Master of Puppets. Oh my god! Why. Yeah, that's Ben. Okay, yeah, that's Eddie just, Munson. Yeah, that's him. It's <laughs> you know? really good karaoke. But yeah, they they're talking about um, the karaoke, and then Alina comes up, mm-hmm. and I had a moment. I just chuckled to myself. You probably heard me when we were watching. I was thinking she's just like me for real, talking about her best friend on a date. I was like, <laughs> she's like, she's my best friend. I would die for her. All yeah, these she's my sister. <laughs> yeah, literally, all he asked was like, "Where are your friends tonight?" Yeah, or like, something she's about like, like, "Oh, I remember Elena vaguely," and he, she's like, "I would die for yeah, her." Yeah, I would die. For her. She's just like me. Yeah, but it's so funny too. Like again, like rewatch high value of like. Like, I would she die really for would. her. I really would. She, really she wasn't would. kidding. And like, we're bonded for life. They do they end are. up being they do that. End up yeah. bonded for life. <laughs> yeah. So it's just funny that even this early on, you know, the yeah. bond is already strong. It's nice that we come in and they're like, you know, they yeah. are the best of friends. Yes. It's so, so highlighted in these early episodes. Yes. Um. So yeah, they, they talk about Elena for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then Elena calls Bonnie during the date again, best of friends. Bonnie um, has to tell Elena all the details about how the date's going. And And I love that she also answers in the middle of the date. She's iconic. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, she says something about, you know, like, he's good, but, like, it's just been a little, I don't know if she says boring, but she's just kind of like, eh, you know. Yeah. He's being, like, too polite or something like that. Yeah. She's supposed to grab him. Yeah, and lay one on him. (laughs) Bonnie, you dog. <laughs> she says it, she really does. <laughs> Cut. Cut. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. We had we literally had to take a breather because I was laughing yeah, for like some water. Minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm back. Anyway. Anyway, yes. Elena and Bonnie are on the phone. Yes. Bonnie's a dog. <laughs> and, Bonnie's and, a dog. Uh, Elena but, yes. is like hyping her up. She's like you're a powerful witch goddess. Yes. Lay one on her Broomhilda. Yeah, Broomhilda. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I just love their I love call. Them. I, I love their friendship. I love their conversation. Oh, All it's of so it. great. I just it wish really it is. was with a more deserving date. Me too. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, meanwhile, Damon. Yes. Immediately, they like have realized that, I don't know, somehow they put together that Damon... Uh, well, Jeremy, they asked Jeremy what he ended up doing with the journal. Oh, that he Jeremy gave it to says Alaric. he gave it to Alaric. Anna took it. Anna took it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the only other one who knew about the journal. They've so, all yeah. pieced it together. They've all pieced it together. So, so Damon goes with Jeremy to the grill. Yeah. She, he drives him. Yeah. yeah. Damon charges in from the porch where they've debriefed on all of this. And yeah. he's just like, let's go, Jeremy. I'll drive right, you. Yeah. And so he takes him to the grill. And then while they're there, he sees Anna. And he immediately puts it together. Um, which again launches us into another flashback of Damon seeing Anna while he's with Catherine yes. and she's talking to Pearl. Also, something about this scene, Catherine is just such a monster. Like it, it's already yeah. been highlighted in this episode, but this mm-hmm. is a scene that really kills me because they're all kind of talking about the vampire situation. Yes, and they say something about Damon potentially like betraying them or turning them in mm-hmm. or something like that. And Damon says, "I would rather die," and yeah. she's just like. You will soon, really, because you yeah. will soon enough. She's, She's so terrible. flipping about it. And yeah. I understand that he wants to be a vampire, but, like, girl, like... Yeah. She's so... No, she's so... Blase about it, and I yeah. hate it. Yeah, yeah, no, she's so, 
cold. You can tell from the beginning. I mean, it's not as clear until you get a little bit more of her, I think. But on a rewatch, you can tell, like, already. She's so cold. She is really just self-serving. Yes. It really comes out in these flashbacks, even especially on, like, a second or third watch. Everything is a game. Which I feel like is actually perfectly highlighted in one of the flashbacks with Giuseppe. She's playing... Yeah. uh, I was going to say croquet. I don't know. Croquet. I think it's croquet. She's playing croquet. And... He says something about her cheating or something. She says, I would never cheat. And I was like, oh, my God, Catherine totally would. Yeah, of course. She was definitely cheating that whole time. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, I mean, I being a vampire, she's it's cheating. cheating already. She's yeah. already inherently exactly. stronger, faster, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, Catherine does play games. And that scene yeah. just kind of made me annoyed with her even more where I was just like, way to be just like so flippant about her I know. dying. It's, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Also in that scene, I mean, uh, Pearl again is like, mm-hmm. we should go, Catherine. Like, we should yeah. not be staying here. And she just writes Pearl off. Yeah. It's just a small thing. She, but she's like, no, yeah. we're going to stay. Catherine will always build in protection and reassurances yes. for herself. Yeah. So she doesn't really worry about staying longer because she knows she'll be fine. She's yeah. already built in all she's those She's already been working plans. with Emily for sure. Again, she's yeah. got a plan A, a plan B, a plan C. Yeah. You know the rest you know the of the rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> in this moment, you know... Pearl is worried because she has real reason yes. to be, and Catherine knows she won't face the consequences, so she's just kind of... She doesn't she's care. She's like, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, we go to modern day. Stefan and Elena have the photocopied version of yes. the diary from Alaric, and so they're reading that, and they're going through it, and first of all, the founding families are so evil. For They killed yes. Emily, burned her at the stake, oh and then my they God. stole... Yeah. Her grimoire, they took her spellbook yes. and had to, like, literally one of them had to bury it in their grave with them just to keep it from her. And there's, like, Terrible. all this, like, lore in the in the diaries about people being afraid they'll be cursed so they won't take it and just all this stuff. And I'm like, wonder how much of that is not just, like, the fear of witches but also, like, racism. And, oh, like, yeah. There's just a lot to be said about the treatment of the Bennets throughout Vampire Diaries 1864 and current. Oh, yeah, definitely. The The racism is strong there, I think, for sure. Like, yeah. Emily is just, yeah. I, th- I think there are other times when we'll bring it up. But, yeah. yeah, this really shows just how terrible they were to Emily. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just not, it's not great. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. It's not good. Again, the Confederacy, we're deep in it. Yeah. Um, I always forget this is set in Virginia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, they're actively reading the diaries, trying to figure this stuff out. And Damon goes to Anna. He mm-hmm. somehow finds out where she's staying. I don't know. I think he just follows her. Yeah, but he's I'm in the room that. when she gets in. So he somehow knew which yeah. room. I don't I know. know. I don't know how he pieced it together, but he did. So he's in the hotel room when she gets in, and he immediately they start choking each other. And they're just yeah, like stalemate. Yeah. Just choking each other. <laughs> and then finally they both give up. Because um, yeah. we don't know how old she is. I don't think they ever reveal that. But no. she's obviously older than them. Yeah. Um, but at least she's, by a little bit. But at least by a little bit. Much. But she is in a much younger body. You know, she's supposedly yeah. a teenager. Damon's probably supposed to be at least like 10 years older than her, if not, yeah. like, you know, eight or nine. Um, so, you know, they're a pretty fair match between each other. And they start talking and Anna reveals mm-hmm. that she had been slipping Logan felt blood yes. when he started acting like a vampire killer. Yeah. And she knew she might need his family journal. So she didn't want to like lose him as a resource. So she started giving him blood. And yes. so that was why she knew he was potentially going to get himself killed. Yeah. And she, and she wanted to make sure yet. 
yeah, yeah. she wanted to make sure she'd have access to him if he did yes um so that worked out perfectly for her yeah for a while well for a little bit i don't know if she really i guess she does say she did finally get to read his journal his family yeah. journal at some it just point. wasn't the right one it just didn't point her in the right direction so yeah. then she finally got to read the jonathan gilbert journal today mm-hmm. which then pointed her towards giuseppe's journals yes and you know all of his yeah things being yeah. with him yeah so anna's had um all these plans all these people she's been working yes. in, including ben of course was revealed last episode who bonnie finally decides to kiss oh, she kisses yes. and immediately those witch instincts bad in. vibes yeah she yeah. immediately knows what he is and yep. she tries to run away. I couldn't tell if she was going to the bathroom or the door. I couldn't really It looked tell. like she was trying to go out the back. At least that's what it that's sort of That's kind of what like I thought, too. I mean, it wasn't the front door that they all go Yeah, through. it definitely wasn't the front. I don't think it was the bathroom. We've sort of seen the bathroom before. Yeah, I, so she must have been trying to sneak out the back, um, and he immediately grabbed her. And yep. that's unfortunately where it ends with Bonnie. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see where, where that, that ends up. Her next episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's uh, Anna's whole plan is, is very much in work. She's got... Yeah. Uh, the Gilbert Journal. She mm-hmm. knows that she needs Giuseppe's. And yeah. Um, Damon says he yeah. works alone. He's yeah, not going to work with her. Yeah. Once Anna sort of pieces this together for him, Damon leaves and yeah, says he works alone. Yeah. Yeah. So then while that is all going on, Stefan mm-hmm. and Alina have, of course, also figured out that mm-hmm. they need to go to Giuseppe's grave. Yeah. Because he wrote in his journals, he's taking his things to the grave. Yep. So they go and they start digging up the grave. Mm hmm. And we get some flashbacks worked in there, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, Stefan being an idiot. Yeah, Stefan being... Mm, Stefan. <laughs> Stefan being Stefan. Yeah. Which, to be fair, he was truly, like, 17 years old at yes. this time. A naive so. human, so... A naive It's a little bit more forgivable. Um, who also, like, presumably, like, really looked up to and trusted his father. I think that's Probably. the sense you kind of get in these episodes. And so, basically, what's happening is when he realizes that this vampire hunt is going on, it could potentially get Catherine killed... He really wants to go to his father and say, we should think differently about the vampires. They're not all bad, Mm -hmm. which he is warned by Damon not to do. And you can tell Catherine also doesn't want him to do it. But he does eventually go and do it. He doesn't name Catherine. No. But he says in general, like, maybe the vampires aren't so bad. Yeah, maybe they're not all evil. But that sets off the red flag to Giuseppe, who's like... I did not, like, raise you to do Yeah, like someone else is in your ear. Obviously, Giuseppe is not yeah. an idiot. He no. puts together Catherine is a vampire. Yeah, and he puts Vervain and Stefan just to be yes. sure. He spikes yeah. one of his drinks. So then the next time that Catherine feeds on him, immediately He'll she know. gets knocked out because of the Vervain. Um, and he comes in and... We see where Stefan got his move from episode four when he did it to Damon. Because <laughs> yeah. basically what he does to Damon with Caroline is what his father did to him with Catherine. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Catherine's out for the count and Stefan is yep. there for her sort of like last night when she gets dragged out. Yep. Um, they put the little uh, muzzle on her that Jonathan Gilbert somehow still had. Yeah. 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 So chaos is going on in 1864. Yes. And Elena and Stefan are... Digging up the grave, finding yep. the grimoire inside his yep. coffin. They make some jokes about it being just, you know, the weirdest day ever. Yeah, <laughs> just not many girls can say they've done this. Yeah, just yeah. hanging out with your boyfriend on a random night and digging up his father's grave. Yeah. <laughs> Casual things. Yeah, no big deal. So then poor Damon shows up as they're doing this. Yeah, right as they figure out they've got the grimoire. Yeah. yeah. It's just, again, it's devastating to see the betrayal. It's not a good moment for... Anyone yeah. involved, even Damon, this ends up being a pretty bad moment. All three of them, 
bad showing. Yes, definitely. Um, but Damon isn't surprised that Damon lied or that Stefan lied to him. You know, obviously he asked Elena in the kitchen earlier yeah. if he could even trust Stefan. So he kind of knew that it was a risk. Yeah. But then he looks at Elena and says, "You, you really you were the one that yeah. fooled me. Yeah, yeah, you fooled me." I, you know, he did trust her. He really did trust her. And that's yeah. the one that was more devastating of the, yes. of the deceit. See, I think, yeah, I think no matter what, Damon was never going to fully trust Stefan. And I don't think he did, even after Elena said that Damon mm-hmm. could Steph- trust Stefan. But I think he did trust Elena. Even and if he, did. he didn't trust her saying that he could trust Stefan. Yeah. I think he trusted he that she would He wanted wouldn't. to trust Elena yes, so Yes, and bad. he wanted to trust her, yes. Yeah, and so then unfortunately, you know, the only leverage that he has against Stefan in this moment is Elena. Yes. So he he kind of starts to threaten her, and Stefan's like, mm-hmm. you won't kill her. You won't do Stefan it. Stefan even realizes that, that he cares about Elena and that yeah, Damon that won't, won't kill her. Yeah. Even this early on, Damon is not willing to kill Elena. Yeah. However, as he is, is pretty much throughout the series... He's okay with her becoming a vampire. Yes. Yeah. And so he immediately rushes over, feeds her blood, and he says, Yeah. We can have a vampire girlfriend. Yeah. So either give me the grimoire or history will repeat. That yeah. should have been the title of this episode. Literally. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they're sort of at a stalemate, but Stefan is like, Yeah. Yeah, of course, I'll just give you the grimoire. So yeah, he, he doesn't want that for yeah. Elena. He, he and, doesn't care oh. as much about the tomb opening as he does Elena staying human. Yeah. And the, the moment where, after Stefan sets down the grimoire and oh, Damon is me. about to, like, let Elena go. Yeah. It's just such a tender moment. Like, yeah. He, he, he sort of uh, lightly kisses her hair in a yeah, way. It's like, not a full, but it's just this very gentle It's like caress. a gentle lean into her. Yeah. yeah and he, he really gently sort of, like, guides her, pushes her out towards Hijabin. Yeah. And you can see that, like, he regrets it immediately. Yeah. He regrets hurting her like that. He regrets doing that to her. But he's just so, so desperate. desperate. He's Very so desperate, desperate yeah. for Catherine and just for getting something that he wants that he yeah. does that. And he immediately regrets it. And it's yeah. really unfortunate. Yeah. But we go back in time and sort of see also why yes. Damon is so desperate. And also why he is so betrayed by Stefan in this moment. Because Stefan obviously did it before. Yes, exactly. Stefan, we go to the flashback back to 1864, and we see that Damon and Damon confronts Stefan and is like, "I know you told him," and yeah. Stefan does say, "I didn't tell him," yeah. but but it was Stefan's it, fault. It, it was Stefan's fault, and Stefan does say to Damon, "I didn't think it would yeah turn out this way. I didn't think it would be again a like naive seventeen just naive. Yeah. He just thought it would be fine, but of course he was the one that set in motion those acts of getting yes. Catherine caught. Yeah, and and unintentionally, Damon, but still unintentionally, but still, and especially after Damon specifically told him not to do it. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that's really the betrayal yeah. there. Of like he it didn't trust is. Damon to just not do it. Yeah. So Damon's gonna go try to save Catherine. Stefan wants to help, but Damon is just so mad at him. He he won't let him help, yes. and he just runs off. He just runs away. <laughs> it's so funny, but but it's unfortunate this scene because you really see that this is the moment yes. that the trust was broken between them. Yeah, the this, brothers' bond was broken in this moment. Brothers' bond, wink, wink. Yes. Um. So yeah, that moment it's just yeah. broken between them. Yeah. Definitely. And I don't think they ever trusted each other again. 
Not fully. No. no. Not, and not, until, not yet in the series. I was going to say, yeah. I don't know at what point in the series. We, eventually they do, I think. Of course. I but think I honestly so. don't even know when we get there. Maybe season three or four or something. Yeah. But even then, probably. there's just always so much going on that there's it's hard, it's hard for to them say. to do it. Yeah. But either way, this is the moment where it broke and it didn't really ever get itself back for 140 yeah. some years. Yeah. So we go back to present day and Elena is complaining about her head hurting and she's like does does it do that does the vampire blood like hurt your head or you know however she asks but yeah. it's like that's not a thing no i don't know she's probably just being a little dramatic i don't yeah. know maybe psychosomatic yeah it's, exactly yeah. i was thinking just the stress, stress of the situation exactly. a thousand percent it's probably yeah. the stress is giving her headache and also she probably feels really bad about betraying damon that's what i was gonna so, say i was gonna say elena's a lot like me because when i <laughs> hurt somebody's feelings i feel physically I'm ill, Ill. <laughs> so same really same yeah feeling like i let somebody down I'm out. I, I need an aspirin. I need an aspirin. <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> so she's really relatable in that yeah. moment. So Alina can't find any aspirin, so Stefan offers to go downstairs and look for some for her. Jenna's in the kitchen, so he talks to her for like a minute, and it's just yeah. like a cute little, you know, you can't stay the night, you know. Yeah, a little fun, fun conversation. Yeah. Remind you, I'm a parent figure here. Yeah. Um, But she goes to kind of grab it for him, and Jeremy's sitting there, and yes. I think he notices that like, she he has somebody over but they're not there so they they mentioned that jeremy has a friend over named anna Mm -hmm. and for stefan that triggers this memory from 1864 of seeing catherine having this friend pearl who has a daughter named anna Mm -hmm. and on the net on the night that catherine was like taken away he also saw pearl getting taken away because jonathan gilbert had identified her Using the compass, yeah, the compass. again, yep. drawing connections, yeah. bringing things back around. Yeah. So Pearl got taken away, and Anna was being held by Emily, and they were kind of watching from the distance Yes, um, as that was going down, and Stefan saw that happen. Yes. And first of all, just sidebar, interesting that Emily was, like, comforting Anna and was like, you'll see your mother again, like, yeah. I, I'll, you'll see her, don't, don't worry. Because I thought Emily never had any intention of the tomb being opened. So was she just lying? I think so. I think she was. I mean, I mean, the possibility was always out there that it could be True. open. So she wasn't wrong per se. And maybe her intention changed over time. Like after she... That's true. After she died and talked with the ancestors or something like that. Because we also don't know at this time. Like, I kind of assume Emily looks young. Maybe she doesn't have children yet. And so maybe yeah. she's not necessarily thinking as much about protecting future generations. Yeah. She's more so, yeah, just thinking about, you know, whatever she's working on. But when she actually does start to have children and, mm-hmm. like, knows that she will have ancestors by the time the tomb is open. Because it's one thing to be like, ah, sure, I'll close this tomb for 140 years. And another to be like, I will actively I'll st- yeah, have, family I'll have family that I will want protected. Yeah. So anyway, sidebar. So she was probably lying. Yeah, probably. But Stefan sees not. this. Yeah, and, and Emily also gives a little nod to Stefan. That's yes. also reassuring for him. Yes. Yeah, because he can't hear what they're saying, but you know. Yeah. She gives him a nod that's like... It's okay, it's okay. don't worry. It'll be okay. So modern day Stefan is sort of remembering this, realizing, mm-hmm. wait, Jeremy's friend Anna, who weirdly wants the diary, the ger- yeah, the she's weirdly around for all of this, is that Anna? Yes. He runs, runs. upstairs. Yes. And Elena's screams for Elena. Screams. She's gone. <laughs> not screams, but he, no. he's calling out to Elena and she's gone. Yeah, she's we gone. See she's not there. She's gone. Yeah. And then so that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so we'll pick ends. up with, uh, is this Elena's first kidnapping? I think it is. I think so. Yeah. In Bonnie's. Yeah. I don't know if Bonnie gets kidnapped that many more times, but. Elena, it's like 
multiple times an episode yeah. or a season. Yeah. She does have another one this season that I remember. But yeah, this is the first one. Yeah. Um, first kidnapping. Yeah, Ooh. first kidnapping for Lena. Yeah. But as for deaths in this episode, the only two were the the two random people that Catherine killed in 1864 in, 1864 in the flashback. Yeah. I don't know if those fully count, but we'll mention them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah random yeah. businessmen, coachmen drained of blood. Well, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, out of pocket. I gotta say, for me, it also goes to Catherine. Um, okay. Mine is also Catherine, so I'm wondering if it's the it same. It might be the same moment. My moment is her telling Emily to tell both Salvatore brothers that she'll be stepping out. <laughs> yes, that was that was my moment, too. And also just generally the fact that Catherine was doing yeah. that in 1864. And she's staying with yeah. them. I'm like... Giuseppe has to know, like, yeah. not that he knew she was a vampire, but that he knew she was... She's like, sleeping with both yeah, of his sons. Yeah, sleeping with both sons. Like, yeah. she was wild for that. Wild for that. Because that would be, like, honestly pretty wild and shocking now to hear of, like, somebody yeah. staying with a family and sleeping with both of the, like, children of that family. It would be pretty family. stunning. Yeah. It would be stunning now. The fact that she was <laughs> yeah. doing that in 1864, girl. She did not give a fuck. She, she really did crazy. Catherine was, yeah. She was out, out of pocket. pocket. <laughs> yeah comes exactly comes back around yeah. on the show too full circle yeah, yeah. exactly um but as for quote best quote in the episode mm-hmm. i think my quote is the quote we already mentioned if i, I see something yeah. i haven't seen before i'll throw a dollar at it yes damon always has the best quotes yeah i always will nominate a damon one-liner yeah. and that one has to be the winner it's the only one i even wrote down honestly i think i've quoted mm-hmm. a few things as we've been going but that was the only one that yeah. was like best quote yeah same yeah i'll see something if i see something i haven't seen before i'll, I'll throw, throw a, a dollar, dollar at, at it. it pretty good yeah unfortunately song of the episode I don't feel yeah. like there was any standout songs this episode. I, yeah, I'm really at a loss here. I don't have anything written down even. I. It's sort of the consequence of a flashback episode. Yes. That it just in general, one, just calls for less music. They never use. No. Like, they never use modern songs in the flashbacks. They'll always mm-hmm. opt for the score. Scoring, yeah. So I'm a little inclined to just say... Vampire Diaries scoring, just the general yeah, theme music is the best song. Theme. Yeah. There were only four songs used, and they were all sort of just general background music at the grill that honestly didn't stick with me or stand no, out to me yeah. at all. Yeah, sometimes the music at the grill is kind of loud, and it's a great yeah. song, but yeah. Yeah, not in this episode. Not in just, this one. No. Because the only stuff going on at the grill was Ben and Bonnie, and there was just nothing to really highlight or yeah. accentuate there. So it's just sort of background music. Yeah. So I think just the scoring or theme. The scoring. Yeah. Yeah. If we can do it, we will add that to our song of the episode Yeah, playlist. maybe a, a little quick score song in <laughs> yeah. there or something. Um, but yeah, we do have a playlist on Spotify of yes. all the best songs. So you can see some of the other episodes that have actually had really, really good songs. Because yeah. there's plenty of them. And um, you can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Ripper Diaries Podcast. We post tons of fun memes, edits, uh, whatever else. I don't know, duets, whatever we're doing over there, it's there. Um, and have a lot of fun time connecting with all of you guys there. Um, so and, yeah. yeah, and you can listen and re-listen and re-listen <laughs> to our episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can watch the video version on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So that's it for this episode. Next week is Season 1, Episode 14, Fool Me Once. Yeah. I don't remember much of what happens in that episode, but... I think the tomb think gets the opened. Tomb. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. that's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to say it in case I was wrong. I'm yeah. pretty sure the tomb gets opened, so... Yeah, I think so. so. Some good, some bad. A lot of bad. A lot of bad. 
Um, yeah. Lots of interesting things will, will get launched in the next one. Yeah. Um, there is one one thing I'm thinking about that I'm really excited to talk about. So definitely tune in next week so you can hear us talk about yeah. that because I'm excited. Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot to talk about with that episode. But, yeah, there yeah. is. As always, so thank you for watching or listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.